This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. This is the third of a series of 15 claims commandments that must be followed by every insurance claims professional to properly fulfill their obligation as a claims representative for an insurer. Claims commandment number three states, thou shall communicate often with the third party insured and the claimant. Insurance claims is a service business. The claims person, whether acting for the insurer or the insured, provides a service to the insured and the insurer. Communication is essential to providing the services promised by the insurance policy. In some states, like California, communications are required by state regulation. In that regard, they state, quote, Every insurer shall disclose to a first-party claimant or beneficiary all benefits, coverage, time limits, or other provisions of any insurance policy issued by that insurer that may apply to the claim presented by the claimant. When additional benefits might reasonably be payable under an insurance policy upon receipt of additional proofs of claim, the insurer shall immediately communicate this fact to the insured and cooperate with and assist the insured in determining the extent of the insurer's additional liability. This means that the initial written contact with an insured in a first-party property claim should advise the insured of all benefits, coverage, time limits, or other provisions of any insurance policy issued by that insurer that may apply to the claim presented by a first-party insured. When claims persons receive any communication from an insured, a third-party claimant, or a representative of the insured or claimant, regarding a claim that reasonably suggests that a response is expected, he or she should immediately, immediately after receipt of that communication, furnish the claimant with a complete response based on the facts as then known by the claims person. Some regulations even allow the claims person up to 20 days to respond. Good claims handling requires an immediate response. If the response is oral rather than written, the claims representative should note the fact in the claims file or log so that there is no question that the response was provided to the insured of the claimant. Upon receiving notice of claim, every insurance claims person should immediately do the following. One. Acknowledge receipt of such notice to the claimant or insured. Two, if the acknowledgement is not in writing, a notation of acknowledgement must be made in the insurer's claim file and dated. Three, provide to the claimant or insured necessary forms, instructions, and reasonable assistance 
including but not limited to specifying the information the claimant must provide for a proof of claim, and four, begin any necessary investigation of the claim. The investigation must be real. The claims person or investigator must actually contact the insured, preferably in person, the claimant, the witnesses, and start collecting, among other facts, the documents needed to complete the claims investigation. Investigation must be started immediately after receiving notice of claim. Merely reading a policy wording and the notice of claim is not the beginning of an investigation, nor is it an investigation at all. Upon receiving proof of claim, every insurance claims person should immediately accept or deny the claim, in whole or in part. Proof of claim is not the proof of loss required as a condition of a fire or property insurance policy. A proof of claim is where the insured or the claimant provides the insurer sufficient information to allow the insurer to determine part or all of the insured's claim. The amounts accepted or denied shall be clearly documented in the claims file unless the claim has been denied in its entirety. Some states allow up to 40 calendar days to respond to a proof of claim. If more time is required to determine whether a claim should be accepted and or denied, in whole or in part, the claims person should provide the claimant or insured written notice of the need for additional time. The written notice should specify any additional information the insurance claims person requires in order to decide. The written notice should state any continuing reasons for the insurer's inability to decide. Thereafter, the written notice concerning additional time to complete an investigation should be provided to the insured at least every 30 calendar days until a determination is made. If the determination cannot be made until some future event occurs, then the claims person should comply with this continuing notice requirement by advising the claimant and or the insured of the situation and providing an estimate as to when the determination can be made. Effective diary systems are essential to professional claims handling for that reason, or the regulations requiring Fair claim settlement practices will be violated with regularity. Every claims person must conduct and diligently pursue a thorough, fair, and objective investigation and should not persist in seeking information not reasonably required for materi or material to the resolution of a claim dispute. The claims person's obligation is not limited to communication with the insured or the claimant. The claims person and the insurer have an obligation to communicate with the state, police agencies, or prosecutors if they suspect that an insured or a claimant is attempting fraud. In California and most states, such a communication is absolutely immune from suit. Pursuant to Section 
47b of the California Civil Code a privilege is stated that bars a civil action for damages for communications made, quote, in any one legislative proceeding, two judicial proceeding, three in any other official proceeding authorized by law, or four in the initiation or course of any other proceeding authorized by law and reviewable pursuant to the statutes governing writs of mandate with certain statutory exceptions. The privilege established by this subdivision often is referred to as an absolute, absolute privilege, and it bars all tort causes of action except a claim for malicious prosecution. The absolute privilege in Section 47 represents a value judgment that facilitating the utmost freedom, uh, freedom of communication between citizens and public authorities whose responsibility is to investigate and remedy wrongdoing is more important than the occasional harm that might befall a defamed individual. And to fulfill Commandment 3, the claims person must communicate promptly and often with the insured. The claimant and the insured of a third-party claim and counsel for each. In doing so, the claims person establishes a rapport with the individual and or claimant and will make resolution of the claim easier. No claims person never should ever misrepresent or conceal benefits, coverages, time limits, or other provisions of the policy from the insured or the claimant. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone at zalma.com blog. You can also subscribe to the blog so that you will receive an email advising you of the posting of a new blog every day it is posted. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel and my Rumble channel to see the videos. If you found the videos to be useful or interesting to you or the blog, please tell your friends and colleagues so that they can also subscribe to the blog and the videos. Thank you for your attention.